everybody, it's Julie with Hefzibah Talks A Lot, and I'm just going to do a quick introduction on this podcast. It's a very special podcast. Once again, I have my roommate and best friend, Kaylee, joining me, but I also have my other friend, Kate. We had a girl's staycation here in Shanghai, and we took some time out of our night to just sit around and say anything. Most of it does relate to our current positions as foreign trainers in Shanghai, but I hope you'll listen to the whole thing and enjoy it. If you'd like to, please email me at htal.podcast at gmail.com with your thoughts or any future podcast ideas you may have. And like I said, I hope you enjoy this. Thanks. Hello, everybody. It's Julie with Hexabot Talks A Lot here with my friends in China. I'm going to let them introduce themselves. I'm Kaylee. You know Kate. There we go. So, this is not a planned podcast, so I don't know what we're going to talk about. We'll figure it out as we go along. Okay. Spiel away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, we're doing a girls' night. We're in a lovely two-bedroom uh, hotel room. More like a service department, I guess. <laughs> um, with a bathtub, which is impressive. Two-bedroom, two-bath. Very nice. <laughs> we we uh, went to the pool earlier. There was no hot tub per se. It was a thing. A cold tub. Yes. <laughs> cold jacuzzi. Yeah. It looked like a hot tub, but it was not. <laughs> and a sauna that didn't work. That was essentially the. But it was still fun. Yeah, the sauna didn't work at all. Very relaxing. All the time. Yes, it was definitely worth it. Um, hanging out there. Um, I picked the wrong metro station, so we walked quite a, quite a ways, but it was that was okay too. <laughs> it's China. Workout. Um, but yeah, so we're right near Puppy Cubby, so mm. near the French Concession. Yeah, we did find an animate cafe that seemed like it'd be pretty awesome to check out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so <clears throat> we might do that at some point. Maybe. <laughs> um, so what's what's going on? What's going on in the lives of everybody here? Anything exciting to share? How's how's uh, teaching? You learn any new tricks or? I haven't really learned anything new, as much as it is more. I, I I'm trying to plan more in advance, so I'm not rushing to do everything. So like my EOTPs, I did at least two weeks ago or so. And I've already lesson planned the first two weeks <coughs> of my classes. And I was just told the other day that the GRCs are thinking of closing one of the classes that, that's supposed to be opening. Because apparently the parents don't like the time. So they're like, uh, if no one signs up for this class, we'll just close it and merge it with something else. But we'll see. Um, so I was supposed to have eight or nine, and now I might only have seven or eight. Mm. Seven would be ideal. Seven would be super ideal, but we'll see. That would be good, I think. How about you, Kate? Um, overall, nothing new in the skill set way, but my my advanced scholars, my older kids, this week's lesson passed was uh, a past tense question, mm-hmm. and they don't know how to flip verbs into past tense, either regular or irregular verbs. What level are they? They just don't know. Uh, Balasim was an AS2C, but my AS3As also can't do it. Mm. <coughs> so I said to the parents, my commitment to them, and this week passed was the first time that we tried to play it. <coughs> I gave the kids like a grammar test. So we just took very simple verbs like to talk, to sing, to dance. And then across the categories, they made the verb fit into the sentence. So I sing, I dance, I whatever. Mm. She sings, she dances, oh. and they had to work on their spelling too, <coughs> which kind of worked and most of them kind of understood that for X, Y, and Z, you add the S mm-hmm. and change the sound, they get it. And then maybe next term, we'll start, as, instead of their phonics component, I'm going to put in like a grammar mini section and have them do regular verbs, past tense, irregular verbs, present tense, or like some sort of play around with it so that they are more familiar, even when I call something a verb, they don't know what that is. Right. Mm, yeah, I had to teach my 3Bs <coughs> that, 
adjective, verb, noun. Like, they knew it in Chinese because they asked the LP, and she was like, yeah, 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 yeah. But, like, they, they didn't know it in English, and I'm like, oh, my God, what are they teaching you? Right. <laughs> but um, my three Bs are pretty, my advanced three Bs are really smart, and uh, my advanced 1C is the only class that I teach any phonics to. All the upper levels, I, I don't teach yeah, them no any phonics. phonics. It's, it is mostly just the new vocabulary that we focus on. So we jump from review straight into direct instruction mm. because they have more vocabulary and longer sentences to learn. Mm. I was told that I don't need to worry mm. about the phonics. Which I kind of agree with. Like I, I would expect them to know how to blend and read. But exactly. It's a huge assumption that they've been either with us for the whole time and they were paying attention or they're getting it somewhere else like yeah. school that can teach them. Exactly. Kind of pick up on magic e and whatever yeah, exactly. else. Yeah, yeah. Um, and most of mine, my kids are, are pretty confident when it comes to reading, but the sounds they make are wrong. Yeah. <coughs> Little things like, oh no, that's a, that's a soft c, that's a soft g. It's giraffe, not giraffe. Mm. Yeah. You know, yeah. very very minor little things. But I'm like, you guys have forgotten everything that you had in the junior levels because you're big kids now. You should yeah. know better, and no one thinks to remind you. Yeah, right. but they they can't remember what their dad does. They don't know about how to how to pick up a blend sounds like S L and B L. Mm. You can't really make the distinctions. My advanced three Bs are about <coughs> to be advanced three Cs, mm. and they have trouble with the past tense verbally. So whenever they try and pronounce things like talked, mm. they say talked. Oh right, yeah. Spoke or they or not spoke. Uh, things like um. Followed, followed. Mm. They always say ed. Right. And I tell them it's a, it's just a tired <coughs> word. Right. You don't follow, you don't enunciate the e. Yeah. Yeah. And I might read like that when you write it down. But. Yeah. <laughs> and my my advanced scholars one sees right now when I do the phonics with them, it's rough, and like they can barely read. And I'm like, oh my god. And I don't know what the previous teachers were like with them, but. I only just got them a couple weeks ago, so we're focusing hardcore on phonics mm. in that class and the other class that I took over last minute as well, which is just a regular scholars to be. Those kids can't do anything. <coughs> and I was told, you need to treat them like baby babies. And I was like, no. No, most of these kids went through 2A, they should know this stuff. Like, if I point out a letter, they get confused. Mm. I'm not expecting you to know all the phonics. I'm, I expect you to know the alphabet. Yeah, it's, it's, that's one of the things that always gets me is when someone doesn't know the the actual alphabet letters. And you're like, what letter? And they'll make like the sound. And you're like, yeah. no, what letter is it? That's what when letter? I use hands. What letter? Or or I say, what letter sounds like? Mm -hmm. And I always do this. G sounds like. Or if I ask what letter, I point. And I say, A, A, apple. B, B, ball. Mm -hmm. But if I go, G sounds like. I always use my hands, right? So yeah. that way, maybe they get it. The but visual cues. it's the same thing because my kids, <clears throat> like the other day, I said, "What letter?" and they went, rrr, rrr, rrr. and I was like, "No, <laughs> R isn't rrr, It's not P Q rrr, rrr. No, R R sounds like rrr, 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 rrr. Right. Same like I do it gesture wise, but more for my muscle memory too because I I forget that they have to cue up. They're they're waiting for me to trigger them with ba 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 sounds like bum 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 like yeah. they're they they're waiting need, for they the need three. me to dance it out before they know how they're expected to respond because they're just they're just so robotic here right. yeah get it, how it really is how cued up they need to be it really is there there's no routine in either of the classes <clears throat> that I just took over the two that I did and it's tough because I don't know what their learning styles are like yet and it's still it's only been about three weeks or so. And each time I think I get it, once we do something, they don't get it. They don't get it. It's too complicated. And Crystal's standing in the back, and she's just like, They're baby babies, Kaylee. You gotta treat them like babies. And I was like, no, they should know some of this stuff from 2A. Mm -hmm. And either their parents aren't working with them at all, or someone didn't teach it properly. Right. <coughs> I think it's funny that you've got AS1s. We don't have No, really, we do yeah, we have a bunch of advanced scholars, well, uh, one C's because 
two of mine have already left two other classes. Hmm. Mine's called Donald, one's called Hudson, and the other's called Cinderella. Hmm. And I had eight when I took over the class. One dropped, his contract was done, so then I had seven. One left to go to Hudson, and then now, just recently, one left for Cinderella. So now, I think I only have four or five. I think that's a good number for the, once you get to the advanced levels, it's... It, it is, but they might close it if it's that small. Mm, maybe. I'm hoping, but <laughs> the one in my class has just gone through two terms of being a five-kid class. Mm. And they're, they, they keep saying, like, well, they're going to merge it, but I'm like, I don't think you are. The, mer- the merging of the classes would mean that my kids then come in an hour later. Mm. Then they're the last class of the day. Partial class during the week, like I have for my two A's and one A's, 
you think you get it and you're you're getting it and then you're like, oh shit, it's time to go. Mm-hmm. See you Thursday. So. Yeah, that was like uh, covering for for uh, at that other at the other center and just kind of working with these kids and being like, dude, like I'm trying to get you to to do I like cookies in sign language, and you're just repeat. You're yelling at me, I like cookies. And I'm like, yeah, I get you can say it, but I'm supposed to be teaching you ASL. And, like, trying to get these younger kids... To do the hands. To like do the hands. You're like... I mean, I got two kids, like, one girl on either end to actually do the I like cookies. Yeah. But other than that, I, yeah. I'm just like... I, I, I agree that we expect too much of these kids, and we try to cram too much <coughs> into this amount of time. And if these kids... There's a smart, no, I shouldn't say smart, like the other ones aren't smart, but the ones that can catch on quickly because mm-hmm. they just have that natural ear to catch on to other languages. Mm-hmm. And they, they like shine like stars in there, so you think, oh, this is, why aren't these other kids getting it? This is easy. But legitimately, we're, we're talking about <coughs> five, six, seven-year-olds mm-hmm. teaching them English, and, we're, and we get frustrated when they can't pick it up, but we're like, dude, the kid's fucking five years old. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Learning English, and I'm sitting here... At five years old, I probably didn't even... I can't even ask for water in Chinese. <laughs> yeah, I can't even, yeah. I, shui. That, that one I do know. Only the word. Boy, Only shui. the word. Boy, I'll shui. Ni hao shui. That's what I say. Hello, water. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's... Uh, these kids are speaking almost full sentences in English, and I'm getting frustrated because they're not catching on to something. And I'm like... I told my, my LP, I said, if you ever hear me getting, like, short with these kids, remind me, Julie, they're learning English. They're not going to just pick up on it in two seconds. It's not. Exactly. I really struggled with my kids the other day because I'm trying to teach them dance for the DOTP. Mm. And it's really simple stuff. And the one kid knows all the lyrics, so he's singing it. And I was mm. like, you need to use your hand. And he wasn't. And I was like, like, mm. showing him how to do it. And then the LP had to pull him aside, tell him in Chinese, need to dance and use your hands as well as sing whatever blah 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 blah. so then he comes back and he starts doing it I'm like yay and I'm trying to give him encouragement like yes that's what you're supposed to be doing but then he reverts back halfway Mm. through the song and he just he sings it he knows all the lyrics because he listens to all the songs in the app but he he just doesn't want to stand there and do the dance which I understand but I kind of have to make you dance for your parents so They're so but young. It's so, they're so young. They're so young, and the class is too long for scholars one A. It's an hour, and that includes clubhouse. So you're like, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, you can't hold their attention very long at that age. You can't. And I have one girl in my scholars one A, where she, I think she really needs to be moved up, because she knows just about everything. So she's already bored. Then I have one girl who refuses to do anything and tells me in Chinese, I don't want to talk, I want to sit nicely, I don't want to dance, I want to sit nicely. And I'm like, oh. And then when I play the goodbye song, she gets up and sings and dance. I'm like, wow. She's happy to leave. She's happy to leave. Yeah, and then I have another girl in that same class that does what everyone else does. So when the one girl who says, I want to sit nicely, gets up and moves to the door, everyone follows her. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Sit nicely. And I tell them in English. I will say, she doesn't actually say the F word when she's talking to these kids. No. No, but it's. That's a mental thought she has, Mm. Just so you know. Yeah. I have a PTC, a parent teacher conference, with one of my moms for my first class on a Sunday, which is usually about lunchtime or so. 
<clears throat> so my um, my partner told me that we're gonna have to be after class. I'm like, cool, fun. Went down, got downstairs, and they just launched immediately off in Chinese. And I was like, all right, no problem. So I'm sitting playing with the kid, and eventually my partner turns back to me and she's like, oh, he just said that um, Kevin doesn't want to be here. Like he doesn't like to come to class on Sunday mornings. He's sad on the way. Um, but we were just saying that he performed very well in class and he's happy and mom and dads can see that he's happy and when they ask Kevin, he doesn't know why. Really? What? Like, okay. So I was sitting there, I was, I was on my knees on the floor playing with this baby, like bouncing a ball back and forth. And I was looking at my partner and I was like, okay, like, so, so he's happy in class. He's happy speaking English at home. He doesn't know why he's unhappy when mom and dad ask him, but he doesn't want to come here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't know why. I'm like, why are we having this PTC then? Like, right. if, there's, if there's nothing wrong with this kid because he doesn't know what the problem is when he's even talking to mum and dad, why? What's the... Why am I... I'm going upstairs. <laughs> this is ridiculous. He's fine. Everyone, no one wants to go anywhere on a Sunday morning. Exactly. He's tired. Yeah. That's all. It's okay. I'm tired. Yeah, well, I mean, it's, it's honestly, a lot of times you think that, you're like, oh, crud, I have to go, I gotta, gotta get on the metro, gotta go all the way over there, blah, blah, blah. But once you get there, you're like, oh, I'm good. It's a process of getting there, yeah. you know? My Sunday 9 a.m. clubhouse class, my kids are awake. Right. And I'm like, why are we here? I'm barely awake. I'm on an adrenaline rush because I had to rush here. Mm-hmm. And you're not even awake. Why are we here? Yeah. That's too early on a weekend. These kids aren't in school. <clears throat> they just don't want to be here. And that's the that's the scholars to be that struggle the most. It's yeah, a I terrible mean, time for them. We've it's talked about a few things. Like I totally believe class sizes should be capped off at ten. I think fifteen is way too many kids in a class. Um they all fit in my room at fifteen. Well and there's two it's too easy for kids to just fall by the wayside. Absolutely. So then by the time they get to a higher level and they can't just parrot the person next to them anymore. <laughs> they really show how little they know. Yeah. Um, and like we said, I believe having a class that goes 7.30 to 8.30 is too late. Mm-hmm. I think a kid heading to the metro at 8.45 to be home like 9.45 or whatever, I think that's too late for that kid. I know China does things differently, but I'm just saying. Yeah. And like you said, a 9 o'clock in the morning class. I think to regulate the day, Saturdays and Sundays should be a, like a 10 to 7 for everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Both days, I know that would suck. But they, both days should be 10 to 7, and you just, you know, like, yeah, our last class, our class ends at 6.30, our last class. Yeah. All the kids are on that metro by 7, at the latest, heading home. I don't know how it was for you guys, but when I was growing up, I remember my one late night in the week was always Friday night, like, letting the two weekends. And I remember it, that I was allowed to stay up till 8 to watch a show, which right. finished at 9. That was a late night. That, that yeah. was cool. Right. Same. After the big death of Friday. Same. And by 9 o'clock, I was expected to be in bed to like toothbrush and, and not to sleep. Yeah. Which I'm really thinking, so what, like my regular bedtime would have been 7, 7.30. These babies are coming out to class at 7.30. Right. Yeah. yeah. And the culture was very different. But I see babies in the street too, but I'm out late at night walking to get food. And they're still awake. They're playing on their scooters or whatever. And I'm like, why are you up? Yeah, exactly. Same. I grew up the same way. And we usually have one night a week or so to do that. My mom would get us into bed about 8, 9 o'clock. And I always knew it was really late because we would watch Full House mm. on uh, Nick at Night. Right. And then if Fresh Prince came on afterwards, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, we were like, oh, shit. Either we watch this one episode or we need to go to bed. Mm. And that's when we knew. And if we stayed up late to watch the nanny, what's the nanny one? The one that was called the, the nanny. The nanny. The nanny. Yeah. The nanny. <laughs> yeah. When the nanny came on, we were like, "Oh my oh, no. god, yeah. we're too late." So we would like put a sleep timer on the TV and turn it off. Mm. But that was like the absolute latest, and I'm pretty sure Nick at Night starts at like eight thirty. So we would watch the thirty-minute episode of Full House and then go to bed. Right. So. I mean, I just think that we. There's a lot of things we do to kids that we're in putting these bad habits into their lives, and we don't even really realize it. I still think 10 o'clock is late. Like, right now, I'm like, oh, man, 10.49. But moving here, I honestly haven't... Back home, I never stayed this late unless it was, like, me going out and about, or I couldn't sleep. And since I've moved here, I haven't... I've 
gone to bed anywhere between 11 and 3 in the morning. Mm. That is mm. so unheard of for me in the United States. It's nuts. Like, I was the kind of person where my when my watch rings at 10 o'clock, I would start to pass out. Mm. And my friends would take me to, like, bars and stuff, and they're like, Oh, Kaylee, is it your bedtime? And I'm like, yeah, it is actually my bedtime. Grandma. But here, I'm wired. I don't... I guess it's because of my work schedule or something, but mm. it's different for me. So I guess compared to normal people, because we start in the afternoon, exactly. like our whole schedules have been right over like three hours, let's say. So by the time you get home, you'd normally be cooking dinner and and chilling out at least for a while, and then eventually head into bed and watching something or whatever. But yeah, here I'm. I I'm, I'm quite tight to my times. Like between nine and ten, I'm like. Ah. started doing we just we, we said you know just to be able to get out and do new things and try new things but in addition just to do that get out of the apartment have a sit down eat something and hang out for like an hour and a half two hours before we have to head to work yeah and it I think it kind of helps us start the day a little better but yeah, it normalizes you. yeah it but at the same time it's that like you said like we'll be sitting there and we're hanging out in the dining room and we're chatting and and we're like it's midnight? What? Mm. Because we get home at 9.30. Mm. Sit down and eat something. We're eating at like 10 o'clock at night. Yeah. And then you can't go to bed right after you eat. Yeah. So you stay up and talk, and the next thing you know, it's like, dude, it's 1 a.m. I've got to go to bed. Yeah. That's how it's been for us. So. This is Jurassic World, by the way. Yeah, I don't know if this is the, um, what was the second one? This is the first one. Yeah, the first one's better. The second one is horrible. I haven't seen the first one. You haven't yeah, seen better. the first one? I just, uh, the, uh, I absolutely love the velociraptors in this movie. Uh, the second movie Is was... Is this the one where he's, like, dancing with them? Yeah, where, he, where, yeah, where he's, uh, where he's, like, <laughs> controlling the, controlling the velociraptors. Um... Yeah, and then the, the second movie, they do these long, drawn-out death scenes of dinosaurs, which you really don't need, but sure, whatever. Mm-hmm. What's the second one called? I can't even remember. I don't know, I didn't see it. Because there's Jurassic World, and then there's blah, blah, blah. Whatever blah, blah, blah is. It's not my favorite. I, I like the first <sighs> Jurassic Park, and then I liked the third Jurassic Park. The second one was a little, a little much like the second one of this one. Like where it was unnecessary and why did you do that? <laughs> but whatever. But we can we can put it onto like HBO now and see if. Whenever anyone says HBO, I think of Sex and the City. Like just since yeah. you go to that that opening. Thing. <laughs> oh right, right. I never. I started that like last year, I think, and maybe got like halfway through the first episode and I'm like, I'm just not. I never really. It didn't. First aired. It didn't like call me into it, so I had no, I have to get, I have to, usually I'll give it at least three episodes, and, and if I feel like, oh, okay, I'll give it a chance, but that one I was just kind of like, oh, I'm not really catching on, I know it's a big thing, I know a lot of people like it, it's the same thing with Breaking Bad, like, I tried to watch that, and I'm like, eh, I don't really feel it. Oh, my friends are obsessed, my friends are obsessed with Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul. Better Call Saul. I never got into HBO. When I think HBO, I think sex, nudity, and Sopranos. Pretty much. <laughs> and violence. And now I think John Oliver. Because I watch John Oliver religiously on YouTube. I love John Oliver. HBO is really well known for Game of Thrones. But Sopranos was definitely another one. That was a, that was a big hit, too. But I, I didn't grow up with it. We never paid for it. So anytime I ever watched anything HBO was either at a friend's, uh, my mom's. Or doing like the free preview. Yeah, <laughs> or like we were at a hotel or something and she just changed the channel. Or when we went to Blockbuster and whoever borrowed a HBO movie.
a TV show, and that's the only way we watched it, and that was seldom. What is it for you guys? Like, a cable thing? You pay extra for it. So you pay for cable, and then on top of the cable, you pay for HBO. That's nice. And now they have HBO Go and HBO <laughs> Now. So I think HBO Now is the streaming, and mm. HBO Go is the app that you, you can pay for without having to already have HBO on your TV. Hmm. So one comes with your cable package and one doesn't, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I signed up for HBO with my Prime to watch <coughs> Westworld. <coughs> and they're like, oh yeah, you can watch it on Go. And I downloaded the Go app and that's what crashed my, my uh, oh fire no. stick. Oh no. So I, I don't mess with the Go app because I, I have a feeling that's too many... There's too many flawed issues with HBO Go app. And that could just be me. But, yeah, HBO, is, HBO, Cinemax, Showtime, all of those you have to have a subscription for. On top of your other already expensive cable bill that you don't even really watch the shows. I don't think we get your channels on our cable equivalent. Probably not. We get I mean, the shows transferred, but, like, the sister channel in mm. the UK might be relational. Well, people, now with the internet, people have ways around everything. So they can get, like that, like HBO through Prime or whatever, and they can watch whatever they want now without having to have cable at all. But Maybe I'll get it for Amazon. Mm -hmm. It's not horrible. Do you have Amazon Prime? I'm not really. Uh, I think my Okay. Yeah, it's not a horribly high <coughs> addition. I have, um... Masterpiece, what is it, PBS? I love PBS, because, Masterpiece um, Theater. Well, I I watched the Poldark, and, like, Prime only had season, like, one and two, or one, two, and three, and, like, the new season four, you had to have a subscription to PBS, so I'm like, oh, screw it, I'll do it, because I love Poldark. And then, um, I have the other, the, I have two more of those peach ones, if you want to get one of the peach ones. Um, and then... And then I signed up for HBO because I, I had started watching Westworld before I came to China, and I thought, well, what the heck, let's watch Westworld, which is really interesting. But yeah, HBO definitely has a lot of nudity and violence, so you're pretty much guaranteed to see that. Is it high enough here for you? Yeah, I love watching the bubbles. <laughs> so Whatever helps you feel that. Whatever gets you off. <laughs> Whatever works. Whatever floats your boat, as they say. Ha, ha, ha. 
college algebra class at my community college, she told she told us to pick a random movie where you had to calculate a distance, and I had just so happened to rewatch Finding Nemo that month or something like that. So I was thinking like, how far did he travel? theoretically, hypothetically, did um, Marlon actually travel to save Nemo? And it was like eleven hundred something miles. Because mm. if you're well, saying where the reefs are, if you're saying where the coral reefs are, like the core of the coral reef to Sydney Harbor, it was something like eleven hundred miles. I don't remember. I don't think that's the exact wow. number, but I had to do an equation and I had to figure it out. And I told her like, this is where I got it from. Um, this is how far he swims when he talks about the EAC. This is kind of where the EAC is supposed to be, blah, 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 blah. Wow. And I was actually able to lay it out, which was really interesting. And now I am not good at math. <laughs> so that number was either far-fetched or as close as I could get it to, maybe. But it was an interesting project because everyone else did something like action movies. Like, what was the distance they jumped from building to building? Well, when the height of the building is this and this... Uh, and you think about how high they had to jump and how far away they jumped. This is like the algorithm. Which, which is interesting for a math problem. When yeah, you're yeah. Calculating the. Because it's not exact. Path. You just gotta figure it out and you gotta base it off of other buildings that are similar. And I love when you ruin yeah. movies like that. It's like, that's just not possible that you <laughs> have to jump four feet in the air. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. It was interesting. A lot of them did action movies. And I think a couple people did like. Well, I think someone did Forrest Gump. Like, how far did Forrest how Gump did actually, actually walk? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, someone did something like that. Yeah, like, with, with like, the jumping from building to building, usually if the building is the same height or higher, you're not making it. If the building is lower than the building you're jumping from, you might make it. Because you're, you're not going to gain a height as you go, so... Unless you can really propel yourself to jump across the building that is the exact same height, you're going to lose height. So you're not going to just, you know. That's why you see all these clips for, like, long jumpers on YouTube or whatever, and they're making it over the top of the bar. I'm like, ew, disgusting. How can you bend your back that way? Yeah. Human beings don't jump like that. Right. Yeah, for, like, an Olympics and ew. stuff. Yeah. It's crazy the Super stuff gymnasts go through. It's crazy. Absolutely. But, I mean, they physically train themselves to do all of that, and then they rely on a pole and stuff like that, too. Nuts. I could never do it. I am no, not that flexible. I'm definitely not meant to be a gymnast. That dream same, is past. <laughs> I, I took a somersault class when I was three or four years old, and I was able to roll on the floor, and that's about it. <laughs> I wouldn't have had the dedication to, like, go through all the stuff they go through mm. and make myself I would gymnast. love to be able to learn at least how to do a cartwheel. I can't do that, that to save my life. Stuff, yeah. I look like a, I look like an idiot whenever I try to do it, or like it's like a half-assed attempt, mm. and my my feet get maybe like an air, like a foot of air, and then my ass is like going sideways instead of up and over. It's slightly better a cartwheel than a handstand. Like I can't I can't hold myself up that way. Mm. I'm not sure where my my middle is. But yeah. The opposite way around. Yeah, and I could never like jump and flip. No. Oh, no, I could cool. never do that. I I don't I I watch videos in slow mo and I'm like, how in the hell are mm. you doing? I'm not that? sure I can even do a tuck and roll anymore. Like you know, a forward roll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Used to get in gymnastics, but no, can't do that. Yeah, God knows I'm gonna fall over. I can roll in water. <laughs> <laughs> I can roll in water. Such a catch. <laughs> <laughs> we saw that today. Dolphin in over the side. Yeah. <laughs> Tried <laughs> it a couple different ways there. Yeah, yeah. But no, yeah. It's, it's only the tip of the iceberg, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have many skill sets. You Is that what your butt's seen. called? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> tip of the iceberg. <laughs> so silly. Yeah. Randomness that you probably, even we'll, we'll probably listen to this like five years from now and be like, what? What does that even mean? Yeah. <laughs> We're not going to explain it. I hurt myself. That's two of you been injured in this trip. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah. I hurt myself using butter knives to open bottles. <laughs> yeah, we're good. 
Yeah, I'm just gonna <laughs> safely. I'm gonna safely exit the room. But yeah, it's uh, it, we had to wear swim caps in the pool, which was interesting. That's well, a thing here in China apparently. And uh, Kaylee put put spit on her injury and then got mm-hmm. her injured leg back into the pool. So yeah. I don't know if the swim caps are really that beneficial in the long run of protecting people from. American insanity, yeah. <laughs> from the from the expats. Call him Boyd. <laughs> we had to do something <laughs> since that jacuzzi He's was not hot. not been vaccinated though. Oh, that's my mom's fault. <laughs> <laughs> I am one hundred percent vaccinated. <laughs> my mom actually got me vaccinated as a baby, and I got every shot you could think of up until like the age that I didn't need to anymore. Mm-hmm. And I remember going to the doctor, and I'm like. Definitely like the. I had a kid in middle school. His name was Drew, and I'm gonna call him out by his first name, Drew. Drew, in case you can't hear. Punched me in the arm right after I got a tetanus shot. Dick. That hurt the rest of the day. <laughs> I lit. I shit you not. Went to the doctor super early that morning to get the shot before school started. I'm in the courtyard before school starts, <clears throat> and I just I was showing another friend. Oh, I got a shot today. Look, and he. Walks over and straight up punches my forearm, and it hurt. I was like, you fucking son of a bitch, bro, leave me alone. God damn, Drew. <laughs> Fuck you, Drew. That's right, Drew. Shit in your cornflakes. Never should have punched Kaylee in the arm in elementary so, school. Kaylee, Yeah. She still remembers your name. Maybe that was your plan. If so, you worked. it worked out. It worked out pretty well. I know. I hated shots as a kid. I survived them, though. It wasn't horrible. They, they are continually awful. We used to get booster shots in high school, like various different years, and you can mm. tell what year everyone was in by the like size of the band-aid or whatever they had in their arm. And one of them, um, B- B- BCG, I think we got when we were 15, and it goes in your left arm, just about there, and I, th- I think I, I still feel the bubble in it, mm. um, but depending on how the nurse puts the needle in, because you're supposed to plunge it as you like withdraw. <clears throat> but if it gets too close to the skin surface, then it will leave a bubble on your skin for the rest of your life. Like, it'll just have this oh, little, wow. like, thing underneath. And some of my friends still have it, but I was lucky. I don't... I can, I can feel where it was, but I don't think it's visible. Right. Um, That's horrible. But this is to boost up all the stuff that you had as a baby. I'm like, what, what about as an adult? Like, why, why did I get them a next? Yeah, like, why are we, like, not, like, suddenly not having shots anymore? What just happened here? And who remembers? My mom doesn't remember when I got shots. I don't remember when I got shots. Okay. Huh. Who's going to take care of me? I'm almost 30 years old, but I need you to look after me a I little need bit a shot. more. Where's, where's my booster shot? I don't remember. Yeah, that's, I don't know. I tried to get my, I had a hepatitis B shot. Or hepatitis A, whichever one is most common, hepatitis C. I don't know, it's one of them. Mm, I think it's C or B. I think it's C, the most common. And and we had we had like our series of that given to us at work. And before I came in here, I started the series for the other hepatitis, and unfortunately, I didn't start it with enough time. So I basically got one shot, and I haven't done the rest of the series. So I think I have to start over. I've had the whole series of shots. Yeah, I've had one whole series, but the one that you could get here, I didn't finish. I don't drink the water, though, so I think I'm going to be okay. Mm-hmm. I'm glad I got everything possible before coming here. Yeah, I looked it up, and I and it seemed like the only one it seemed like I needed was a hepatitis one. and That was only, like, as a precaution, not necessarily like I'm going to catch it here, because, mm-hmm. like I said, I'm not drinking the water. Yeah, my doctor was... What did she say? Like, Japanese encephalitis like I think two different kinds or two different shots or whatever. Rabies, she said, was advisable for China, even if you're going into urban areas, just in case. Mm. Like, Alright. And like typhoid and stuff. <laughs> okay. Okay, sure. Just whatever. do it all. I don't do really it care all. anymore. Whatever you think is going to be smart, do I'm that. worried about Fine. it. Fine. Let it happen. Yeah. I don't know. It's Preparing to get over here was interesting in and of itself. And then you start adding, like, some of the dynamics, especially since, like, they didn't really give you a list. They say, like, these are the shots you want to take. Essentially, they said, 
you know, um, talk to your doctor, and they'll let you know what shots you should take. I have no idea what movie this is, but it is the most violent thing. Alright. I mean, like, literally, this whole movie is them running through snowy mountains, beating the crap out of each other. That's all this movie's about. Gunmen. Boys like... That, was, that woman was beating the crap out of that man while trying to protect her daughter, though. We're thinking it's called Braven. Let's take a gander, shall we? Braven. 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 Internet movie database. Dot com. Braven. Braven? <coughs> Can't expect me to know how to pronounce things. I look at how it's spelled. <laughs> Thank you, America. Whatever the IWB says. Pronounce it that way. Yeah, no kidding. That's such a big thing. Like, I pronounce, like, the words that, like, the Chinese words written, mm. and I pronounce them the way they're spelled, and then Kaylee's always correcting me. That's right, Kaylee's always correcting me. Mm. E-R-A-V. You're, You're correcting Julia all the time. Uh, Chinese pronunciation. We were talking about it in the night, and then there's a science lesson, whatever, and letter Y. Start of a word, sounds like yip, yip. End of a word can either sound like I, 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 or this week's lesson was like C-A-N-D-Y, candy. Americans say candy, E sound. I say candy, A sound. Mm. But that's not what we teach. Like, I, I'm a minority, so I have to keep teaching my kids like, funny, funny, candy, mommy. Like, it's an E sound, and they're like, oh, okay, cool. Like, but when I offer you it, it's not going to have the E sound. <laughs> So apparently this is a movie about a logger that defends his family from a group of dangerous drug runners. Hmm. And it's got Rivet. Jason Momoa in it. <gasps> That's the dad, apparently, so with his hair in a ponytail. Thought he looked familiar. happening in a mountain, and there's a whole bunch of guys running around with guns that have to keep getting beat up. And that's his name, I guess, or his last name, or the character's name. Let's see, where did it go? Yeah, Joe Braven, or Bravin, or Bravin, or... <laughs> I would say Braven. That's how I'd pronounce it. That's what I was just saying. I pronounced it the way it's spelled, but... The script needed some work. The build is slow. That's what it says in the notes. Internet movie database, friends. I didn't... <laughs> I gotta give credit where credit's due. I just read those things. Okay. Alright, so what else? We can talk a little bit more and then wrap this up. In case we have another topic. My friend just messaged me about cars. And back home, I had a station wagon. But my station wagon could go over 120 miles an hour. Um, or what? I mean, like, that doesn't sound... Like, we'll walk for a station wagon. Shouldn't be going that fast. I shouldn't, yeah, exactly, but it had sport mode, so whenever I was on the highway, sometimes I'd put it in sport mode, and just to watch someone shift gear in a station wagon, my friends were like, what the fuck? <laughs> and so my friend just sent me a picture, and it literally, it's white with black font, it just says, we really, not friends, if we haven't almost died in a car together. And every time I ever drove him around, I was always speeding up a little bit because we had places to go, things to do, people to see, you know? Chop, chip, chop, chip. Right. So he called me, he called me Kaylee, quote unquote, Flora Gilfillan. And I said, in all honesty, I'm going to need to relearn how to drive when I get back. LOL, I haven't been behind a wheel in over a year. Or I all haven't been behind a wheel in over a year. And he said, you should. LMAO. Oh. And his sister lives in New York. She's actually a, a journalist for BuzzFeed. Hmm. Um, and apparently she's the same way. And he said, she's been a New Yorker so long, she would say to me, God, do I even know how anymore? I said, <laughs> LOL, same. And he started laughing again. And I said, no, it won't be that bad for me. Just a couple um, practices around the block and I'm good. And I said, I'll have to look into getting a car too because I sold my car before I got here. Mm. My dad helped me buy that car, um, so I never had to pay for the actual car. I just paid the insurance, but right. when I get back, I'm going to have to 
Look for a car. Look for a car <clears throat> and either try and pay it in full, which is highly doubtful, mm. or make car payments and pay the car insurance and stuff, which I don't look forward to. Which is why Kayla should stay in China one more year. Mm-hmm. I can think of so many positives for for Kaylee to stay in China one more year. So many positives. One more year. You guys have got to see this cute little sipper they released. Like, holy crap. Oh, Isn't it adorable? Oh, Chippendale and a watermelon. I know. Mm-hmm. I want that so bad. Let's go to Disney so tomorrow. Cute. You can go to Disney tomorrow. But you don't have money to spend on this. I'd have to be like, hello, I just want to buy the watermelon zipper. Where is the watermelon zipper? Point me in the direction. Keep my eyes closed for everything else. It's going to be very fast. They keep putting that, that cute line of stuff out. And it's like, dude, you're, like, killing me. <laughs> Stop putting out such cute things. I can't handle it. I just can't handle it. I can't afford it. I can't. I legitimately cannot go buy that watermelon zipper. And yet, here I am sitting going, I want to go and buy that watermelon zipper. I'm going to contact my mother. Mom, I need you to send me some money so I can buy the watermelon zipper. <laughs> Somebody got shot on TV. That's why she said that. She wasn't judging me. And Kaylee is very judgmental. Oof. <laughs> Oof. She's the most okay. judgmental person I know. <laughs> and that's how she does it, too. She tells me, oof. Or she gives me the look. The Kaylee, I'm judging you look. Yes. My look in class when I have my glasses on and the kids aren't responding as I look over my glasses. And I'm like, are you sure? Like a librarian. Yeah, and and they'll do, like, if I go, one letter, and they go, err, 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 I go, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one letter. <laughs> she just saw right through it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, yes, yeah. What are we supposed to do? Here, I'll, I'll show you with glasses. Reenactment. She's going to reenact, and it's not television. So, so my glasses are like this. Wait, ask, ask us something, yeah. Oh, ask us something. Uh, what does S sound like? S. Oh, and my glasses oh, are usually oh. here by this time. I look at these kids like, and they're right in front of me, and I'm like, damn, and them all got sassy. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll stand up, push my glasses back, and I look at my LP like, <laughs> uh, your every time. Oh, I just brush my teeth. <laughs> yeah, no. That would not be a good thing. I had a kid straight up. I wanted him to sound out rat. R-at. Rat. Rat. Mm-hmm. And I had it where they jump on each letter. Mm-hmm. And he goes to jump on R. And I was like, and I had said it right before he did all that. I was like, rat. Rat, go. And he goes, and he jumps. And he looks at me. And I was like, <laughs> R sounds like, and he didn't do anything, he just looked at me, and sometimes I look at my lips, and then I gave him, again, I was like, R sounds like, and he straight up <laughs> shrugged his shoulders, and he went, <laughs> and I was like, rrr, 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 and he jumps, and after he says it, he says it, and then, so says kicking in, <laughs> I teach English, uh, <laughs> and then I was like, A sounds like, and he goes, Uh, what is it? A sounds like. And he goes, and I said, and he goes, ah, ah, ah. And I was like, there you go. Okay, next. Oh <laughs> I was like, this gosh. is taking too long. There's 15 of you in this bathroom. I know. Rat. You little rat. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a fun game. Like, get off bits of paper and have them jump around. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's actually laminated, so I just. <laughs> Wipe it down and reuse it. So, um, Nick, the one of the FTs at our center before he left, he had laminated these color sheets for the review. So he put numbers on them, which I wouldn't have done, but uh, different colored squares he made on PowerPoint and just laminated full sheets. So instead of having colored 
soft plushes, which everybody steals from the reality room and hoards at my center. He printed these, and since they're laminated, I reuse them every week, and we just slap. Hands on heads, slap. Hands on heads, slap. And then I flip it over because it's blank, and I'll write on an expo marker whatever letter, hmm, and then sure. I'll put them like that. So I save paper, it's reusable, and has two usages. Right. And I I don't have my own classroom, so I don't have my own place to put my stuff yet. Tell me about it. So I carry <laughs> around a basket the whole, oh, around baby. the whole center. Oh, so I have oh. everything that I use to teach in a basket. And when I get realia, I have two baskets, and I look That's like right, fucking Gus Gus from Cinderella <laughs> holding the little cheese. And, and I had an LP go, do you want me to help you? And I was like, I'm almost there, I got it. And I'm like, I literally have it under my chin, and I'm going to hold it like this. Ridiculous. They <laughs> say, like, Salma complained to our sister that she has no classroom. I'm like, I don't use all my cabinets, like, or I have two empty drawers. Like, you can pick whatever you want and have some. And my son here in the nest, like, you could use it all the time. No, it's fine. I was like, do you want me to buy you a trolley? I wish I had a trolley. I'd walk around with a freaking trolley. I think it'd be great. Yeah, hell yeah. No, I I have one cabinet. I don't even have a locker. I have one cabinet to put my stuff in, but it's in a classroom, Mm -hmm. so I'm constantly interrupting that classroom or just getting in and out, opening the doors, sneaking the back to get my stuff. So I was like, okay, F this. I'm just going to carry around a basket like one of the other LPs for Hello World does. She doesn't have her own room, so she carries a basket. Um, and then one of the FTs that does have her own room, she carries around a basket too. So there's three of us that carry around baskets, but I legitimately only have one cabinet, and that's enough for like my backpack and whatever. And now that Crystal's leaving, maybe I'll have a shelf. Oh, maybe I'll have a shelf. And we'll see how that goes. Like Crystal. Yeah. Who, has to, who has to leave for you to get a classroom? Someone. Quite a few people. Because you have, you're having, like, what, four or five leave? How Three. Yeah, but we we still have Kat and Gabby and stuff. So we have a total... You're ahead of them, so you are too bad. Well, her well, and Kat, Kat are the same. Are the same. But, yeah, she's ahead of Gabby. But if Gabby gets all those classes... Gabby's then... getting more classes than I am. Gabby's staying longer. Gabby's contract is 15 months. 15 or 16 or something Why like that. I have no idea, but because Gabby is staying longer, they're giving her the heavier load classes from my Mushu SFT, so that way they have the stability a bit longer of that FT, and I think Gabby's going to stay, so knowing Gabby, she'll probably stay another year. I don't know that for sure, but if she does, she's stable, Mm -hmm. whereas my LLD knows that I want to go back home. But we're still trying to convince her not to. (laughs) How many, how many classrooms have you got in your center? Are you, are you that sure? We have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven classrooms, and we have a total of 12 FTs. Wow. Uh, 11, technically, because our LLDs in this group. We have 11 FTs, seven rooms. So with three FTs leaving, <coughs> I still don't get a room. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. That is so weird, though. I don't have a room, and I don't have a locker. And I'm supposed to be the growth teacher. I'm the growth teacher. That's who I am at the center. Somebody asked me, I think it was when I went to Tianxin, they asked me that. Mm. Are you the, the, it's not called the floater, what is it called? Buffer? Yeah, the buffer, buffer. trainer. I knew that. <laughs> and I'm like, no, I'm the growth trainer. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Someone else. Well, when Nick left, Kat got all of his classes. And Kat doesn't work Fridays at our center because she works at headquarters. So the one class on um, on a Friday that she was supposed to take over for, I have. And I love them to pieces. Is it a two-hour they're, class, you think? They're my advanced scholars 3B, and I love them to pieces, and I'm so glad that I have them. But at the same time, like, gets the Friday to go work at headquarters whatever. So he just killed, but like, everybody and saved himself. So, like, what's the point? It's, I guess it's because his leg is, like, injured because of the bear trap that he needs people to save him. But I was like, he was able to get up off that cliff and everything by himself. Sorry, I got distracted. Anyway, yeah. No, I hear you. So even if they all leave, 
Um, yeah, uh, I mean, she still, she essentially has her own classroom. But she shares it with Max, but Max is leaving. Right. And the only other person that I know of that uses that room is Kate. And Kate's classroom is the coral reef that I use. And the only reason she teaches in the, um, in Max and Kat's room is because apparently I'm in the coral reef during that time. Which you would think, if it's her room, and if our classes are at the same time, mm -hmm. that it would, she'd be in her room. Yeah, but she's not. So, legitimately, like, Saturdays are pretty okay, but I have, like, demo, demo, and then I have, like, a good two-hour break. But then I have uh, my class in, this is what drives me crazy, in room 119, which is the Hello World room. Mm -hmm. So, instead of them moving the earlier demo to room 119 and basically carrying, because it's the scholars too, so carrying the basket of apples, the magic box of fish, the Mickey puppet, the fishing poles, boat, um, mm. water fabric, and the additional fish, whatever, like essentially filling like a real, two realia baskets, mm -hmm. carrying it to that room. They make us take all of our, our, our stuff, our um, stickers, reward, all of our content, everything into room 119. We do our first hour of class, and then we go we go to the next, we take them to their break. When we're on their break, Nancy has to go in there, lug out her mats, carry her mats down the hall to room 117, quickly throw all the scholars to demo stuff out of the way because no one cleans up after themselves to make ready for her, spread out her mats, do her hello world, we get out of our class, and then we have to wait for her to finish, help her get, I mean, we don't have to help her, but I'm not like, okay, Nancy, get your stuff out. Help her get her stuff out of there, in, back into Hello World, and set up for Scholars 1 demo in Room 107, instead of logically having the demo move. So the, I started asking my, my LLD, I'm like, can we just, you know, have our class in room 117 and maybe not have a demo at that time or he's like well i can see about moving it to room 119 and what's interesting to me and i don't know if this makes sense to either of you because it makes no sense to me he's like well it's already scheduled to be in room 117 and i'm like and the parents know this mm. or why is that relevant <laughs> you know it's a different room exactly i don't understand it so the other day last week i asked somebody i'm not going to name anybody if they would be willing to i go do you want to do that in, in your room or in, in Nancy's room? And he's like, oh, no, no, because all the stuff's in here. And I'm just like, yeah, but now Nancy has oh, to yeah. move her stuff. But heaven for fracking bid, you be inconvenienced at all. So we were talking recently about another person that will not be named. And we are talking about, like, the epitome of selfishness is basically going, like, I would rather have other people uncomfortable and put out mm -hmm. and have to deal with more than I would have to deal with just to change one little thing. Because I matter more than anybody else, and my comfort is more important. So the same person at my center that need not be named, I like he's kicking me out of my room, which is the demo room. It's not really my room, but he's kicking me out of it. He's like, I have a demo. I go, yeah. I go, your clubhouse is at um, two forty-five. Your demo's at three, or one forty-five. Your demo's at two. I don't know what the times were. And he's like, oh yeah, we're not doing clubhouse because we have to eat. We made a deal, and I'm all. Must be nice, dude. I have on Sunday, my schedule is literally demo, and then we get like a 15 minute, 15 to 20 minute break. Demo, 15 minute break, but that means I have to step out and do assessment of their level because it's scholars too. Mm. Then I have class, 15 minute break, class, 15 minute break, and with our when our buffer trainer is unreliably not there, which is quite often, third demo. Oh, so it's okay for you to cancel things because you need to eat. But my Sunday essentially makes it so we cannot eat. Mm. But by all means, cancel Clubhouse so you can eat. That's like the, the stuff we face at our, our center. And it doesn't make sense to me. It really our doesn't. team would never let us gather with that. Like they want us to have like 10 minutes pre-Clubhouse just to stand there and like look pretty. And I'm like, I've got stuff to do. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, That's and he the essentially ours. they hunt us down in the nets. They're yeah. like, you have a clubhouse, yeah. yeah. And like essentially, like our SFT, um, like pops in. He's like, "Oh, buddy, are you okay?" And I'm sitting here like, like I want to kill people at this point. I'm just like, you mean, Mister, I get to set up my own schedule because I need to eat. Is he okay? He's like, "Yeah, I'm fine. I just had to eat really quickly." 
as I'm gathering my stuff. Like, well, I'm sorry to inconvenience your life, buddy, as we relocate for you. So you can put two people out of their rooms just so you don't have to carry five things into another room. But by all means, eat your food. <laughs> it's just it's nuisance. And then on Sundays, that's the other thing, is my classes aren't in my room either. So I have demo, demo. Go to I go to his room and do one class. And then I go to the SFT's room and do my other class. And then I have to come back into the demo room. Like We're all over. And as you know, books disappeared at one point. So <laughs> those books don't go in that room anymore. We carry them physically from the room and to the room. That's terrible. That's so annoying. I can't imagine living the life that way. Yeah, it's really... My room is my room. Little things like, I, I know that there's enough pencils in there and I'm a bit trash. I know exactly. I know where the things are. Yeah. I don't have to go where the pencils because they're different in every room. Where the clipboards are different in every room. Mm. Where Where's the erasers are different in every room. They're in different containers. They're in different locations. Everything. Mm. It's like... Yeah. You know, a little bit of, of things. And because you listened this long to this rambling podcast, that's how you're getting the inside look at Disney English right there. <laughs> the little things. It's a great company to work for. I'm going to say that. Mm-hmm. I don't regret coming here. I, I really do like working there. But there are little things. There are little things. You're not working in a magical castle with a singing mouse. <laughs> but it is a great company. But since you listened, you got that you got that insider stuff that you're not really allowed to get mm-hmm. other places because they will hunt you down and bash your head into the desk if you say things but yeah it's interesting but we all love china being here we do you have to admit it we do yeah it's not i mean it's not home but it's fun to be here yeah there are times when i'm walking down the street and it's sunny outside and like kids are playing that i'm like this is beautiful like i love it here Mm -hmm. it's lovely and then it rains and the streets smell like garbage and you get like that whiff of shower of dream backs up from I'm like, I hate this problem. Yeah. <laughs> you get that whiff of feces. Our you see is that. like that at our at our apartment. Like, like sometimes I'm brushing my teeth over the sink and I get a smell and I'm like, why is this coming up from the sink? Nothing comes out of the sink, just the smell. And you're like, this is disgusting. And it's why? a horrible smell, like a gag would be smell. In our back alleyway in our uh, apartment area, it's it's actual china like they're, they're not hiding anything or whatever but it smells of straight garbage piss and shit mm. it's like how do people go through this how do people just and the, and the street vomit you see street yeah. vomit a lot street vomit and literal street feces mm-hmm. not dog poop no, human. too big for that yeah it's too big it really is it's disgusting but we see vomit all the time. There's vomit in our walk, w- in that path we walk that has been there over a week and it has not been cleaned up. Okay. Yeah. It doesn't rain that regular for it to wash away either. And it doesn't. It needs no. to be clean. Yeah. Yeah. And there you go. There's a dark side of, of being here. But it's, it's, it's fun to be here. We like it. Some days you forget you're here. Yeah, we have each other. Yeah, we have each other. I think that's the biggest thing. I mean, if you, if you can make friends with people here... Do it, and don't be a selfish butthole. Just, <laughs> just live your life <laughs> in a way that you're actually thinking about other people, once yeah. in a while at least. But, yeah. yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So I think we're gonna wrap this up. Do you guys all have anything else to say? I think it's probably longer than an hour. No, I'm good. We're good. All right. Well, thank you, and good night, good night or good, good night. day, or wherever you are. Thank you. <laughs>